Coming at you live on a Friday. It's your host, Addison. Man, we are back once again with another episode of From the Jump. What's happening, man? Live on a Friday. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to get straight into it, man. Breaking news right now. DeMarco Murray. Yes, DeMarco Murray. Former Dallas Cowboy, Philadelphia Eagle running back. Tennessee Titans is the last team he played for. Has just retired after seven seasons. So we'll get into DeMarco Murray in a second. But Isaiah Thomas, for all of you guys that haven't heard, has signed a one-year, $2 million deal to go play with the Denver Nuggets. And I thought this was really the, one of the best deals of the NBA free agency because the Nuggets were an NBA playoff team last year. They finished 46-36. and 36. Remember that game that went down to the wire between them and Minnesota last year to find out who was going to go to the playoffs, which really resulted in Jimmy Butler hitting free throws to seal the game. But now we see in Minnesota got turmoil already. Jimmy Butler not signing his extension. So he's likely going to be out of here. So that team in Minnesota just was like a one year didn't work, which we all knew that wasn't going to work anyway. So now that I'm at, I'm seeing Isaiah Thomas being added to the Nuggets, I'm thinking, man, now the Nuggets add Isaiah Thomas to go along with that core they already got. They already built around Nikola Jokic. Gary Harris is a solid player. Will Barton has proven himself. You just drafted Michael Porter Jr., but with all these young pieces right now, then you add that veteran Isaiah Thomas, this Nuggets team is going to be right in the thicket. But now let's not be confused because this is going to be a log jam out there in the West. Now, Golden State, albeit, is the defending champs. They have won the West for the past couple years, so they pretty much run it until they've been dethroned. But outside of them, you're going to have the Rockets. You're going to have the Lakers. You're going to have the Trailblazers, the Timberwolves, Thunder, Jazz, Pelicans, and the Spurs. That's all going to be jockeying for that 2-7 through seven seed. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an arm and leg raise now. Now that LeBron James is on the Lakers, that's going to make it a whole lot more better because now they just came from the 11th seed easily to the 3 or 4th seed. Easily. Portland, they're probably going to slide back some. Oklahoma City probably will go up too. Now without Carmelo Anthony, I expect their offense to be a lot better. And I also expect them to be a lot better defensively as well. Now the Pelicans losing DeMarcus Cousins, I think they'll take a step back. But Anthony Davis is going to score all the points like he always does. He doesn't know. He no longer has Rondo. So that's going to be a huge factor as well. The Rockets re-signed Chris Paul, kept James Harden, was able to keep a couple of their shooters. So, like I said, the West is going to be a log jam next year. Again, they're building that team around Nikola Jokic. But the real question with Isaiah Thomas and IT at this point, it got to be asked. Is Isaiah Thomas cool with coming off the bench? My only thing is I just need him to stay healthy this year in Denver, go ball out, re-enter next year in the free agency class and go get your money. They didn't bring out the Brinks truck for you this year, but the marathon continues, IT. Prove that you can still ball and ultimately you can still be a starting point guard in this league. But I didn't feel bad for him when he signed this deal because I'm like, this is actually a good deal. Really? You you signed a $2 million deal for a year to go play with a potential playoff team. It ain't like you went to go sign with the Kings so you know you ain't winning or the Suns. Like, were you in Dallas where you just selling tickets at this point? Nah, like, you really won't be competing for a playoff spot. Along with Golden State, along with San Antonio, along with the Rockets, and along with the Lakers. Him being back with Michael Malone should help that he coached him in Sacramento, so they should be able to to figure something out. Is he going to be able to accept that bench role going forward? The other notable free agent news around today's Sports Wire, the Bulls are considering signing Jabari Parker. The Bucks are not reportedly going to consider matching this offsheet, which will make him 
an unrestricted free agent. He's a restricted free agent at this point. I mean, of course, by the Bulls adding him, it would put him along with Larry Markkinen, you know, Wendell Carter Jr., you know, Zach Levine, and also Chris Dunn. This is a nice young core of players. You add in a Jabari Parker in there who, who by all accounts, Giannis added to Kumbo was just a better guy. It's the same situation like Philly. You had Joel Embiid and Jaleel Okafor, two guys that kind of did the same thing, two guys that played the same position. And ultimately, as years went on, we, we found out in the long run who was meant to stay and who was really meant to go. And in this case, Giannis is really meant to stay and Jabari is really meant to go. And he's had two knee surgeries, two ACL surgeries to this point. When he was at his best, he averaged 20 points. He averaged 20 and six. Like he's a 20 and six kind of guy. So it's not like the guy is a scrub. Giannis just beat him out. And Mike Budenholzer ultimately decided going forward, Giannis is going to be the guy. We can't keep going forward with Jabari Parker. Also, Wayne Ellington decides to sign a one-year, $6.27 million deal to return to Miami. Hey, look out for Miami. They White side get right, you know, he buy into the program. Drogic can, you know, like Eric Spoelstra can somehow get this team over the hump. We've been saying it every year. Miami should be dangerous. Last year, they was without Philly Cheese, a.k.a. Deion Waiters. So that had a huge impact. Maybe D-Wade comes back. Hey, look out for Miami now that LeBron is not in the East no more. Jeremy Lin has been traded to the Atlanta Hawks for a couple of picks. You know how that whole thing goes, which probably means Dennis Schroeder is on his way out the door. When trades happen, because Instagram really gives everything away. Like, if you follow these guys on Instagram, like, they're going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Like, when they erase all their pictures and they start unfollowing their teams, you know, okay, they're either about to get traded or they're getting released. I like this trade to get Jeremy Lin because you got to have an insurance policy for Trey Young. And going into this NBA season by having Jeremy Lin, it eases the process of when he's on the floor. Maybe y'all can play a two-guard type situation like how the Charlotte Hornets did with Kimball Walker and Jeremy Lin so until he gets comfortable. Now, again, I'm not too fond of two starting point guards on the floor. But again, at this point, for what I'm seeing from Trey Young, He's just playing the game too fast. Not the fact that he can't play. It's not the fact that he can't hoop. I just feel like he's playing the game way too fast. He just got to slow it down. Um, and, but Jeremy Lin was injured all last season. So Jeremy Lin is coming in this season with something to prove. And by the way, he coming in with the mindset of, like, I want to be the starter. Of course, of course, he's going to do whatever it helps the team wins. But he wants to come in and be the starter from day one. Where am I? Why do I feel so dry? Product placement in my dream, they've gone too far. But maybe I haven't gone far enough. You made that? Yeah, we've come this far, but can we finish what we started? Do we have it in us? Can we get back at it? And keep grinding. Because the second we think we've given everything, we're gonna give more. Because this is our moment. And we are. We are made for this. Whatever you're made for, Gatorade is made to fuel it. Live a sports show on the web. But before we talk about DeMarco Murray, <laughs> funny story of the night, Metal World Peace apparently got ejected a minute into the game or two minutes into the game for kicking a basketball into the stands. Now, of course, Ron Artest, a.k.a. Metal World Peace, was playing in the Big Three Ice Cube's Basketball League. 
in Detroit, which is infamous for the, the brawl at the Palace of Auburn Hills, where Ron Artest was battling everybody in the stands. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. One of the classic sports moments. Classic, classic. I mean, Ron laying on the table, getting the beer poured on him. Cla- I mean, classic sports moment right there. I mean, you want to talk about the NBA being a battle, Steven Jackson and all them, Ben Wallace. I remember they suspended Meta World Peace for like ever. I remember they gave him like the death penalty at the time. Because, of course, NBA guys don't get suspended a lot anyway. So at that point, it was like, oh, man, he got suspended how many games? But former Dallas Cowboys, Eagles, and Titans running back DeMarco Murray is deciding to hang up his cleats after seven seasons in the NFL, spending seasons with Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles, and, and most recently the Tennessee Titans. Now, he had this to say today on NFL Live. Yeah, a little news. I've decided to retire from the game of football. Yeah, blessed to have had the coaching staffs and the players and the teammates that I've been fortunate enough to play with for the last seven years of my career. In a long time thinking, the last year or two, and physically, mentally, emotionally, I think it's time for me to you know hang, hang it up. You know the crazy part about retiring from football on any level, whether or not it's high school, elementary, you know, any level, it's actually not that hard when you come to that decision. Like I remember, I remember it was like right after high school I got done and. I had an opportunity to potentially go try on at college. And I was like, do I really want to go do this? And so I, you know, I went to kind of go try out, but in reality, like I just really mentally wasn't there. So I said, you know what? It's just time to hang it up. And a lot of guys, when they say, you just know, you wake up one day, you know, you just know. Yeah, no, it's like, it's just like that. Like you just know, like yeah, it's time to stop playing. Like I don't want to play anymore. Like there's nothing left in you. Like there's no desire. It's not anything negative, right? Like I can watch the game all day long. I can sit there and play Madden with you all day long, but I just have no desire to put on a helmet and shoulder pads anymore. And for a lot of these guys, the afterlife of football is looking a lot more better than playing football because football comes with a lot of rules. The NFL is changing tremendously. So you're probably going to see a lot of guys get in, get their money, and get out. And you probably aren't going to see guys play 14 to 18-year-long careers. You're not going to see a lot of Tom Brady-like careers. The guy's just obsessed with the game of football. Because they realize, okay, well, I could do football for four or five years. I get a million, two million, three million followers. Now I'm transitioning right on the ESPN or I transition right on the Fox Sports. A lot of them go on, start their own platforms, or they go become trainers, or they come become coaches. So for a lot of them, the transition is seamless nowadays coming out of football because they have already been building these networks as they've been playing. So now that when they come out, it's a matter of, hey, I'm DeMarco Murray. Here's what I've done. Who wants me, right? And then they go with the best offer. You go see this trend a lot. I mean, we're seeing it a lot. Patrick Willis retired early. You had the other guy from the 49ers that retired early. It's a lot of players that you're going to see. Shaw Ferguson, I remember, retired early. So you're going to see a lot of guys kind of, you know, as soon as they kind of hit them mid, that, that early 30, just say, you know what, I'm done. They don't necessarily want to play to that 37, 38. Where, okay, you have to, they got to carry you off the field. Is that how you want it? Would you rather walk off the field on your own bearings? But now you know the real question that like we always do every time a running back, anytime any player for that matter, retire. The first question that go in our mind, are they a Hall of Famer? So, you know, we start looking at their stats, their accolades, how they won any Super Bowls, MVPs, all that. That's what we're checking right now to find out if DeMarco Murray a Hall of Famer or not. That's the infamous question. But speaking of Hall of Famers, Terrell Owens is decided to take the high road. Shout out to T.O. for this one. I, th- I thought this was really dope. Terrell Owens, as y'all know, 
has been going back and forth with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Of course, Terrell Owens deciding not to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, deciding to have it at his alma mater at University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Pro Football Hall of Fame, you're not going to mention Terrell Owens' name at all during the inductions. But now Terrell Owens took to Instagram on Friday. He's buying the entire Hall of Fame inductees customized pair of Vans. And the first thing I thought was you can't go wrong with Vans. Like Vans is the most basic shoe on the planet. Now some of the notable Hall of Famers that will be inducted into the Hall of Fame on August 4th are Ray Lewis, Brian Darkins, Brian Urlacher, and Jerry Kramer, just to name a few. So Ray Lewis is going to have a custom pair. Brian Dawkins is going to have a custom pair, two arguably, really, Brian Urlacher, three of the arguably greatest defensive players of my generation, of my era. And Brian Dawkins being one of the hardest hitting safeties ever. Still to this day, that Algie Crumpler hit is still in my mind. Like, still in my mind. Like, I remember watching that as a kid on television going, yo. And then getting mad and then seeing that every time when you pop the disc in. So, yeah, Brian Dawkins was real. He was real. But, yeah, man, like I said, Terrell Owens took the high road on this one. This is what you're supposed to do. Shout out to T.O. for this one. Follow your boy on Twitter at From the Jump. I follow everybody back on that. It's your boy. We out.